Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to Gateway to Anime. How are you all? What's going on? Now, for those of you watching this on YouTube, you might notice, wow, what an entirely different space. Turns out I work in podcasting and have commandeered my workspace, and it is a slight step up. For those of you listening, don't worry. We'll try not to harp on about it too much, but hopefully the vocal sound quality is just as good, if not better. Anyway, we are, of course, the podcast where we try and swing open the gate to anime for newbies, old returning fans, and everyone alike. And today, we have a very special guest with us. Of course, I'll get to my co-host soon, but you'll mostly know who they are. But firstly, before we get to Charlie and Graham, I want to introduce Charlotte's co-host on her other podcast, which is called Supporting Cast. You can go check that out if you want. It's where they explore cast members who you might not be aware of, or not even cast members, but even uh, cinematographers, directors, people who you work, you know, but you don't know their names. That is the premise of the podcast. You can probably explain that better. But basically, we have Seamus Quinn here today. Seamus, how are you, my friend? I'm so good. You have such a nice house. (laughs) Thank you. It is quite the house. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) It's all right. And you're the first person to be in this space, along with Charlie and Graham. I have been here before. but I've been pushing to guest on this podcast since the beginning of it. And I now understand that you're just waiting for a place nice enough to host me. That's exactly 100% correct. I feel better now. Yes, well, good. Good, good, good. I, I, well, I'm glad we could accommodate you appropriately. But uh, Charlie, how are you? What's going on? I'm a little bit, you know, um, feeling a bit uh, stressed out by this space. <laughs> I kind of preferred the trussle table in the old location. I don't have my safety <laughs> the first blanket. One? Yeah, the very first the one. Very I kind of missed space? that tiny study that we were in. <laughs> But now I guess I should probably like come to the table and actually talk about anime as opposed to just Simpsons quotes. Uh, that's <laughs> no, <never>. questionable. <laughs> no, I'm really good. I'm excited to be here. Excited to talk about anime once again in a cooler space. We've got comfy couches. It's great. Sorry, people listening. This is so boring for you. Like, we don't care about your stupid studio. Like, get to the fucking point. Yes, yeah, you can probably fast forward the next minute while we talk about this. But, next 20 uh, minutes. Like, like I just going to describe everything in the room. Like, <laughs> really good vocal detail. But, um, no, of course, Charlie's, of course, my sister and co-host. And Graham, uh, other floating host. How are you, my good friend? I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Normally there's a table and I can grip onto the table. So we're on couches for those who are watching. Just go for the ride, but right now I'm... Did you say floating Floating ghost? Floating in and out? (laughs) That's pretty cool. Floating Yeah, the floating host. I'm a floater. Ah, He's a floater. He's floating, baby. I'm floating everyone. Anyway, today we are here to talk about Jujutsu Kaisen because Seamus here is a massive fan of what is mine and Charlotte's favorite of the dark trio. Now, if you don't know what that means, we'll of course bring it up a few times, but we have a full episode, which you can go check out right here, where we talk exclusively about what the dark trio is. But essentially, they are three shonen manga animes, which are were all airing very much similar times. They were all being uh, printed at the same time in various magazines. But basically, they are a twist on the big three, which is, of course, Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece. But while they're nowhere near as big as those, they have a much darker quality to them and what we might refer to as a uh, a modern take on shonen 
But we'll talk about that more. But again, we won't go too much into that. We're going to talk very much exclusively about Jujutsu Kaisen itself. But if you want to learn more about the Dark Trio, check out that episode. But let me just start off with bringing you in here, Seamus. So why do you love Jujutsu Kaisen? And also, for those who don't know, what is Jujutsu Kaisen about? Okay, so Jujutsu Kaisen is essentially about this kid named Yuji who is inexplicably strong, then one day discovers that he is part of a much larger, darker world that he doesn't understand when a young Jujutsu sorcerer enters his school to try and recover a finger of a guy named Sukuna. Many things go awry very quickly. Curses, which are essentially demons, attack his school. And in a desperate attempt to save his friends and his new, uh, this young Jujutsu Kaiser named Megumi, a uh, Jujutsu sorcerer named Megumi, who he just met, eats the finger of Sukuna, who's this old demon, gains his powers and then saves his friends and then goes on a long journey with uh, entering a magical high school kind of place. Uh, to learn more about this new dark world around him, um, deal with the big evil demon that now lives inside him, stave off his own execution due to this demon that lives inside him, and try and achieve what his grandfather told him is a good death. Yes, death. Yeah, it's so the weird. The ultimate goal. It is kind of weird, huh? I fucking I it's, love it. It's the, <laughs> I reckon that's a, one of the best motivations I've seen for a shonen protagonist. He just wants everyone to die an honest and like a, a death with dignity or like an honest death. Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a good I, death. A good death. Yeah. And I think it's because he, he's so upset that he wasn't next to his grandfather when he did die and yes. he was like he deserved a better death than that. And I think that it's an amazing premise because so rarely do the these shonen shows actually deal with you know, mortality. Uh, if they do, it's all about someone trying to be immortal and this, that, that. This is kind of an yeah. interesting take on being a what it is to be immortal. And we're a mortal, a. not immortal, <laughs> not to be confused. A morsel? Uh, a morsel. A morsel. Delicious of a man. morsel. <laughs> JJK is fully just about death. Yeah. It is the, it is, and, and <laughs> I have so many thoughts about what JJ, uh, JJK has to say about death. And each iteration of JJK that we've seen in the last, two to three years now has a completely different POV on it. The first season of Jujutsu Kaisen, which came out, what, in like 2017 now, 2018? No, a little bit later. It must no, have been no, 2019 because I discovered it in COVID. It is all about like trying to have a good death. Uh, the protagonist's like I like whole goal is like interrogating what death means to himself. Spoilers, he dies five episodes in and then has to readdress his own like emotional relationship with death. Yeah. Then Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, the weakest of the three parts, I think. I'm about to flip this mic over. <laughs> Yuta's boring. But there was a table here, which we don't have anymore. Well, here's the thing. Uh, his, whole, he, his thing is like, I'm trying to find a reason to live, which is for me, like, and this is my whole thing about Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, it is the rough, uh, the rough draft of everything he goes on to explore. Yeah. Well, in the, uh, yes, I'm going way. No, off. no, no, no. But just quickly, so Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, for those of you who don't know, was the initial bit of writing that Gagia Katami actually did for Jujutsu Kaisen. So it was the first thing that was released in the manga. But when they adapted it, they started it from where the story actually begins, which happened a bit later. But there was a movie done called Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which went back and did a full prologue of this thing. Is that correct, Graham? Pretty much. Yeah, you nailed it. Yes, yeah. it's, it's the precursor, it's the prototype, it's the blueprint. Yeah, and yeah. it blueprint. does look like that in many, many capacities. Also, the high production values of the movie are sick. Yeah, I'm excuse it a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, writing-wise, it's messier, no question. Yeah. I liked it. I loved it. I also liked it. I, you um, cried. I did cry. 
I cry I, a lot. Look, it's I, a little bar, but anime. I don't mind <laughs> that it shows three different kind of versions. And I like that he ended up, you know, making a. I think they made the right choice in deciding to do Itadori as protagonist of his series. And I think, but I think that it was cool they got to go back and animate and how it works as a standalone. I think it's nothing but add to the world. I don't think it really drags it down or anything. It just shows a different perspective, different character, and what we could have had from Jujutsu Kaisen, which I'm glad that we didn't because we mm. have quite a unique thing now. Whereas that main character, sorry, what's the protagonist's name? Yuji. I think is exists in a lot of other things as well. You That's sort of, who the hell is Yuji? Yuji's the main Yuji character. Yuji Itadori. This is, <laughs> this is the You're other a fucking anime podcast, dude. <laughs> Sorry. This is the other thing about you. In, in all of our defense, JJK loves characters that have the same first three letters. <laughs> yeah, in fairness, yeah, You've got true. Two, the two bad guys are Suguru and Sukuna. Yeah, the yeah, two protagonists yeah. are Yuta and Yuji. Yeah, no, in fairness, that is very confusing. <laughs> it feels like a trap. <laughs> Yeah, and I also think that this most recent season, Hidden Inventory, is also about death. And I think it's- Yes, it is. And it's about your, weirdly, you're like, it's about being an immortal. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like that is the whole thing Gojo is like exploring this arc. That's, (sighs) spoilers. (laughs) If you're listening to this episode, I recommend watching Jujutsu Kaisen before coming into here. Like, it's really great watch. should be fine, but I think we're going to talk about it and we're going to talk about spoilers. And mm-hmm. Yeah, like we that. should. Yeah, look, deep dive. Yeah. We've done. We've got episodes where we recommend it. I'd say go back to Dark Tree where we don't really spoil much. But this one, let's just let's just do it. Spoilers. Get it all this out. This is the deep dive on Wii. Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this show a lot on the podcast, so we're just going to dive deep. And if you haven't watched it, honestly, basically stop listening. Um I get also, out of here. I, get out of Get that cat out of the way. Um, I also want to apologize because I think as soon as you said, Jujutsu uh, Kaisen's about death, I went like white. My eyes glazed over and I just talked for five minutes. Good. Like I have no yeah. consciousness of the last 15 minutes we've been doing this <laughs> Where podcast. Where is this place? Yeah, I w- I've woken up uh, after been Frothing sentenced to an execution. So you became Sam. <laughs> so Seamus has been wanting to come in the show for a while. I know we've mentioned this a couple of times, but... But uh, I've, I love that we asked why you wanted this one because obviously Seamus, okay, look, I'll be real with you. <laughs> Seamus and I disagree on many, many things. And, uh, um, no idea where uh, this is going. You know about this, Seamus? I feel like a deer in a yes, headlight. Yes, yes. This is actually an intervention for you. Uh, <laughs> Am I about to get cancelled? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so if you're ever going to watch supporting cast, you'll see we're kind of on the same page for movies, I think. But when it comes to anime, we have a lot of differing opinions. But one thing we do agree on is Jujutsu Kaisen. So sorry for everyone playing at home. We're probably going to agree a lot on this episode, but there'll be certain things which I might start screaming at Seamus about. This I, is a pre-warning I for did- that. As prep for this episode, write a list of anime bad techs I have. <laughs> I'm excited. The last time all four of us were together, and, and also with our video editor, Joss, Charlie's partner, who is also an integral part of the Gateway team, we all were quite merry. And there were a lot of what I would consider to be rather terrible takes from Seamus about anime thrown around willy-nilly, and it was quite an animated time around a table. A lot of screaming at 3 a.m. in someone's house? In your house? house. It was a good time, but don't worry, we're not going to take you there. Demon Slayer season three, best season. Oh, okay. (laughs) We're going to put a pin in that before we lose complete control of our subject matter. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for bringing me to your very professional (laughs) setup for a very unprofessional (laughs) attitude. You know what? You are getting (laughs) cancelled. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about why I think Jujutsu Kaisen is so special. Now, obviously, the Dark Trio 
have many different things going for them. And like, I know you're a Chainsaw Man fan. And like, I think Chainsaw Man. Did you say Chainsaw Man? Chainsaw Man. A Chainsaw Man. It's a new studio. It's so exciting. Chainsaw Man. I love Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man. Chancellor Chainsaw Man. Anyway, look, I think Jujutsu Kaisen is incredible because in many ways what it does is it like, it's doing a thing, and I know that a lot of people might accuse this of being lazy, but like what it does do, I think is quite interesting, is that it it leans into the tropes of anime, but kind of makes fun of them a little bit. So for example, cursed energy also just FYI makes no fucking sense. But nonsense. as a power system, it's fucking ludicrous. And no one we tried to do so many posts on Gateway Anime Instagram trying to be like explaining cursed energy. It's like it can't be explained. It makes it's no negative sense. feelings that um, turn into monsters and someone can have the powers of a foot. Photograph. Yeah, what? It's, it makes no sense. I've said anyway. it before and I'll say it again. It makes complete sense. It's and I think it's in perfect. an anime context. <laughs> yes, yes. I yes. think I think in an anime context, it makes just as much sense as anything else that's been thrown at us. Of it's, course, of it's course. chakra for sad boys with Hunter Hunter's Nen system. Like, yeah, what more do okay. you need? Okay. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, fair. That's actually a pretty good way to describe good it for those who are not Hunter. Chakra for sad boys. Chakra for sad chakra boys. For, yeah, that's a T-shirt. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Chakra for sad boys. It is. But the thing is, like, for example, one of the things I'm trying to talk about here is that, like, in Jujutsu Kaisen, if you explain your ability to your enemy best fucking shit it becomes stronger now everyone knows that's anime trope 101 in shonen battle shows like wow you, you didn't realize that my ability is exactly this it's like why the fuck are you telling them like in bleach and bleach is now airing at the time of recording this i love bleach so much every single person's like haha you didn't realize my ability could do exactly this and then they're like well now i can counter now i now fun. i know yeah. like whereas in jujutsu kaisen they take that trope but then go oh but there's a reason they say it and it kind of it's 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 leaning into the trope of the genre, while also kind of making it new and fresh and interesting. And that's why I think Jujutsu Kaisen is really cool. It's a remix. Yeah, 100%. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, it's very meta as well in that way because it's a remix. And also I think um, in the world that we have, like our pop culture, as in our world, not the sad boy chakra world, the literal world that I exist in (laughs) has got Lord of the Rings and Jennifer Lawrence and stuff. So it's kind of, it takes place in our universe. Oh, okay. (laughs) So you mean in Jujutsu Kaisen? Yes. 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 What did you think I was talking about? The real world. I was like, you're right. The Lord of the Rings world that we're sitting in right now. I was like, yes, it does have those things. No, it takes place in Jujutsu Kaisen. Thank you. Yeah. So in Jujutsu Kaisen, he watches Lord of the Rings. He references Jennifer Lawrence. Absolutely. And it's a modern, like, so it's very. Like Bleach is also set in the modern world. references the Rasengan. He does. He references Rosengo and yeah. Naruto. Absolutely. Thing. 100%. I mean, like, that's my other thing about this is, like, this is a remix in the sense that it takes out all the shit I don't like. Yes. Like, I'm not going to go into any sort of, like, uh, high horsing on old anime and the the tropes that I think, you know, we've discussed in other, you guys have discussed in other episodes and I think us as a culture have discussed quite a lot that we don't like. Jujutsu Kaisen makes an effort, uh, active effort to avoid those yes. while still doing all the hindbrain joy of shonen yes. that I just love so fucking much. Yes. Also, it's has it has two Naruto's. It's <laughs> it's, <laughs> it it's what if Naruto had two Naruto's and <laughs> one of them is uh, what if Kurama was always going to be a dickhead mm-hmm. and the other one is what if he had to have sex with Kurama to get his powers? I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> so Yuta has to kiss his yeah. nine-tailed fox at the end of it. Yeah. And then yeah, Yuji, obviously, is just 
There's no talking to this uh, Ninetale this, fox. There's yes, no talk, no jutsu at the end. Yeah. He's a he's an eight eye. He's an eight armed guy that is here to make your day bad. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. I'd rather have sex with him than the weird one, and that Yuta has to. <laughs> Isn't that just the way sorcery works, though? <laughs> yeah. There's got to be balance. Like, Circuit is kind of hot. Like uh, he is a bit. Is yeah. What them yeah. The eyes open on his face? Uh, what? Whatever. He's just on that throne. What he's them? Fuck. What them face mouths do? Yeah. <laughs> Damn those face mouths. <laughs> Ten. Fingers. You know what I like on a man? 20 fingers. Yeah. It's, it's in there. The man it's who's text. got a mouth on his hand. That's what I like. Yeah. And he always <laughs> takes his shirt off. Why does Suka never appear with a shirt on? That's true. He does always take his shirt off. To make room for the extra arms. 100%. Actually, that makes it must be hard yeah, to buy a right? shirt with all those Which extra arms. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. <This> show's flawless. <laughs> now, Graham, obviously, you are a manga reader. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. Yes, the yep. manga boy, as yep. you have been coined a few times on this show. Yep. But talk to us a little bit about the manga, because you were reading this before it became an anime, correct? Yeah, I've been reading this cool. Fuck, I don't need to that. Years. It's, it's now become kind of like self-harming. <laughs> um, I think that's some cursed energy, dude. I think it's very similar to Demon Slayer. I think the manga is elevated by the show, like drastically. Okay, yes. Because I don't enjoy the manga. I still buy it and I still read it because I, I like to hurt myself, but... <laughs> The anim- the actual anime is far far and above the manga. Interesting. Like it tidies up. I don't think what's the author's name? Gigi Akatami. I don't think that guy is a good writer. Okay. Interesting. I think the studios that are producing the show cut out a lot of stuff and they tidy up a lot of stuff and they do a lot of heavy lifting. Interesting. Um, when you're reading the manga, it kind of feels like each chapter is just written on the fly. Okay. Especially once you get past the the next upcoming arc. Um, this should be your arc. Yeah. So you- I should quickly say, uh, to contextualize this, at the time of recording this podcast, we are in between yep. parts of season two. So we've just seen the hidden inventory arc, which is the Gojo uh, origin story, essentially, in many ways. And in how all of heaven and earth, I alone am the honored one. So hype, dude. Mm. Such a hype mm. moment. And we're moving into what? What many manga readers have been saying, and I haven't read the manga, uh, that Shibuya arc is peak. And so I'm very excited for this. And also credit to MAPA, who are the studio producing it. The fact that they have actually taken like, we're taking three weeks off to get this shit prepared. Thank you. Let them cook, yep. say I. Oh, oh yeah. Let them cook. It's interesting you say that about the manga, uh, the manga because I, was, I, I have never watched... Um, all of the original Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. But about three years ago, I went through and smashed out Kai and I fucking loved it. Kai's good. All I And then I was thinking about like One Piece, Naruto, Bleach. All I want from those three is Kai. I want a Kai of each of those to knock out in like a couple of weeks. And it sounds like we're getting the live Kai of Jujutsu Kaisen. Pretty much. Hold on. <laughs> what are they going to do? Jujutsu Kai, Jujutsu Kai, Kai Kaisen? <laughs> That's Kaisen. not going to work. Didn't capitalize Jutsu Kai. Kai. That's Kai. so Kai. good. Fast and JJKK. JJK rolling. Yeah. Just kidding. JJKK. There is that version of One Piece now where you can watch online and it gives you the list of like how many minutes you can save once they've cut all like the little pieces. Yeah, it's a year of your and life. It, it starts off with yeah. like yeah. season one, this arc, you save like 20 minutes. But oh, then yeah. by the time you get to catching up now it's like you can save 400 minutes out of just skipping this part you're like 
scary part is One Piece doesn't have as many fillers as you look at the if you look at the Naruto um, watching. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, you cut it. out like twenty years of your life by doing that. But there's it's mostly of, fillers for that, the majority. Of and there's a lot of like long shots where like you know two people punch and fists hit, and the, you've got to watch the earth shatter and everything, and pigeons fly away and stuff. There's a lot of that. Yeah, that, that's the famous thing about the One Piece anime is they don't add filler; they just make every scene last like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I watched like a hundred. I probably watched like 180 episodes of One Piece. It was like one of my like proto anime when I was first getting into anime. Like I did Naruto and then I did One Piece. And like I watched so much of that shit and I still feel like I am a novice in it. Like oh, yeah. I watched I watched what's that? 5 Jujutsu Kaisen's worth of One Piece and I'm still <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, but I I mean, I know everything that's going on because I stopped watching it and just started watching YouTube reviews of it, which honestly is not the worst way to con- uh, consume that particular anime. Brett Dowson's back on this podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Never watch anything. I, I am the bread. But I guess if I could jump back into the manga, so I got sidetracked there. Like, not at all. It's not a bad manga at all, and there are some great moments in it. I just think like it definitely suffers from the writer and his pacing and his way he explains stuff. Mm, I think I've mentioned it before, but like there was yes. a whole series of chapters where he would he would just write as a funny little page going, ha ha, I forgot to explain this. And you're like, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Like a straight up retcon. And like, I get there's the whole pace of how much manga you have to produce and stuff. And you can't, you're not always going to remember stuff, but like, oh man, it, it, it hurts. Yeah. He seems like a funny guy though. Cause I think one of my favorite things about Jujutsu Kaisen is the humor. It's oh, the so humor's fantastic. And yeah. so when, when I say really like funny, yeah. Soz forgot, I'd be like, oh, lol, like I'd find that yeah. funny. Also, but I know like, as a storytelling technique, it's not outstanding. So Oh yeah. He's also like 32 years old. Yeah. Which is like really oh, don't keep don't do this to me. Yeah. Stop telling me the ages of these like amazing <laughs> Gokangakas. <laughs> Every time makes me feel like I'm just like, God, what have I achieved? Look at how nice <laughs> this room. Look, look, yeah, look how nice this room is. What are you talking Finally, about? Finally, we did it. We did it. <laughs> you have achieved equal amounts as uh our good timing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Speaking of funny, I just really, really, really want to spend at least five minutes talking about Toto. Please. Toto is the funniest character ever written. Please explain him to people who aren't aware. And even for those of you who are, for you let's fools, hear your take. For you fools that are this far into this podcast and haven't watched it, <laughs> Toto is the funniest character in an anime. I am like, wow. that I have ever seen. Toto makes me laugh harder than anything else. And I haven't watched that many like dedicated an- uh, like comedy anime. Probably the closest thing I've watched is One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. But there is nothing in the entirety of One Punch Man that la- makes me laugh half as much as the My Best Friendo oh, my best friend scene. Oh, yeah. It's it pretty is- funny. So the premise it of the premise of this fucking joke is that <laughs> <laughs> there, is a, there, is, there is a guy who is at this point the strongest non-teacher member of uh, the entire cast. So in Naruto terms, it's like if these if if Gara, if his entire personality when he's introduced in that arc was I just need you to be horny with me so we can be friends, that is Toto Awai. <laughs> All he wants from everyone around him is for them to be horny on main. And everyone who refuses to acknowledge, and I really, it's a very small line, but when he first pressures Megumi to admit what kind of woman he's in uh, into, which is his catchphrase, asks everyone what kind of woman he's into or they are into, goes, it doesn't matter if it's a man, I just want you to be honest with me. And he says no. 
he gets pissed off and starts fighting him because he finds it really boring to be dishonest about that stuff. Finally meets Yuji, someone who will honestly answer what kind of woman he's into. And then the anime stops for a full five minutes to go inside Toto's head and then watch another anime that he's making up <laughs> about him asking out a high school crush with the help of his friend Yuji and getting rejected. <laughs> <laughs> this is in the middle of the most hype fight of the season. Yeah. My favorite is the cut is to genius, it as well. Actually. Like it goes in and like it suddenly goes into like widescreen, like a movie, style. and it's so well done. Like it take you're right. It's like a full five minutes. Like really takes its time. Has the character beats, but I just my favorite part is that he still gets rejected in his fantasy movie. Oh, yeah. He gets rejected. I mean, he doesn't because he's got his best friend. His best friend. It's just about this guy he just met comforting him and helping him deal with failure. This is the thing. He's, and this is why he is such a better version of the horny character in an anime than yes. say, Jiraiya. Zenetsu. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to talk about Demon Slayer. I, I won't have to. any Jiraiya hate on this podcast. No, I was, that's, that's the <laughs> first guy. where you thought I was going. Not good. To be fair, really problematic representation of Jiraiya. But we will not talk back about it. The way this guy is presented as horny is that he's, like, he just wants to, talk about sex with his friends openly. What he's really pursuing, though, is healthy male relationships. That's a pretty fair take. It's a really, it is such, it is like, it is like Yuji's thing of like, I'm trying to figure out what good death is. It's a re-examination of like the shonen trope. He, Toto is a re-examination of the horny cliche where it's like, I, he, he is looking for healthy relationships in his life to deal with his burgeoning sexuality. And it is so goddamn funny in the it way is. it's presented. But I mean, so he got that his catchphrase, which is what tell me your type yeah. is what it is. He got that from another sorcerer who's a woman. Yeah, who, from his yeah. Uh, his um teacher. The opposite of protege. Teacher. <laughs> 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 What's the opposite of protege? <laughs> Sensei. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm on an anime podcast. <laughs> who is a character that we've only seen in the first season, we only see one shot of her and she only says to someone. Well, Tell me your time. And then- to be fair, a 12-year-old boy, this show, this show yeah. is not without all problematic yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there are some, yeah, still. Yeah. It's like, huh? And <laughs> then we see her in the latest season as more Hidden. of a character who sets one of our new protagonists into, be- or protagonists of that particular, the new season, to being an antagonist. She accidentally kind of sets him or accidentally. Accidentally? Or I, I don't know, though. I, I mean, I don't this man's got a she, face on. I don't know if she deliberately. <laughs> deliberately did that to try and coax that sort of reaction from him or whether he just ran with some advice she gave him in a terrible direction. We don't know. So we don't really know much about his special grade, which means that there's only how many special grade sorcerers are in the show? Gojo? At that time, there's four. Yeah, There might be more. It doesn't want to tell us shit. That's the thing about it. Yuta obviously arrives later. So Yuta, Gojo, her, and- um, Some mystery figure that's not named- Right. What's the one with the, the axe and the hair? Oh, sorry. Uh, sh- I don't uh, think she's special grade, is she? Special grade? No. I think she's I first grade, but yeah. she's also, because n- she's in that, she's in Hidden Inventory. She just has a different haircut. Uh, yeah, true. she um, had her hair tied back yeah. for that. She didn't have a plait over her face. Intro yeah. episode. Shocking, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she decided um, to change that one up. Yeah, Suguru is uh, special grade at that time. Yep. Uh, Gojo is special grade at that time. She is she special, is special grade, grade at that time. And she says there are a fourth, then you don't find out at the time. Yeah. And then Yuta comes in later. So there's yeah. five, and then at, by the time that we are aware of, Grand Prix knows more, but we're not going to spoil anything. So, talking yeah. about we can. Uh, immortality <laughs> and mortality in this latest series that's come out, the current up to date, we obviously have 
this whole idea of someone who literally is immortal. Oh, we have Tengen, Tengen who oh, yeah. is literally immortal, but it gets to a point where if it's too much, he beca- he's going to like- He's so- too immortal? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're like, he's, he's too immortal, yeah, he guys. Humanity. He, he will ev- if evolve He's so into immortal that he will evolve into something that no one knows what it is. So yeah. scary. Yeah, it, and everyone's like, let's, best we don't find <laughs> <Yeah>. out. Yeah. <laughs> And including Tengen. Left More unknown. small girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, huck, let's huck another lady into him every 500 yeah. years. Yeah. So Feed him another their child. Pretty weird, mm. but uh, anyway, uh, you know, and again, then there not was, without its problems. Not sure. without its problems. And then there was that girl who was the sacrifice. Which, can we give like a synopsis of this season? Just yeah. so who we wants go? to do it? Oh, yeah. So basically the hidden inventory uh, arc is uh, a flashback to explain Gojo and Suguro's Backstory, essentially we are introduced to them as second year Jujutsu Kaisen Sorcerers where they are already, in their own words, the strongest. Uh, This whole arc is broadly speaking about them trying to deliver a star plasma vessel, which is a a person who is born once every 600 years that can replace... uh, be be hucked into Tangan's body <laughs> in order to increase, uh, prevent him from turning into some sort of ultra evil butterfly from the ca- uh, caterpillar cocoon state he lives in. It's all very vague. And the uh, Suguro's and Gojo's job is to deliver her safely to Tangan so that this process can begin again. It's very important because Tangan is the Jujutsu sorcerer who was born with the innate ability to be immortal and has spent his Oh, God, he was born in like the 700s, I think. So like 1,300 years maintaining the barriers that keep uh, the rest of the normal world noticing all the cursed spirits and jujitsu chicanery that happens <laughs> outside of their ken. It's a fairly simple story narratively, except for the fact that there's a cult that wants to make Tengen... Uh, ascend to this greater being, the sort of eldritch power that he might be. So they send an assassin who is uh, Toji uh, Fugashiro, who we find out to be Megumi's father. I'm probably butchered that last name. I'm really sorry. To take out these two special grades uh, sorcerers, uh, Suguro and Gojo. It is mostly giving us uh, insight into how Gojo became the strongest version of himself that we see in the anime in present and how Suguro sort of went down this dark path. Essentially, after hanging out with this young girl who's the Star Plasma vessel, they get set upon by uh, Toji, who manages to temporarily (laughs) murder uh, Gojo. Temporarily murder, a sentence that happens so far twice in this anime, maybe too many times. (laughs) And then beat the shit out of Suguro and murder uh, Rika. Yes, the Star Plasma Vessel. The yes. Star Plasma Vessel. That's a spoiler. So where do you think this ranks? I'm going to put them in three different categories. We've got zero, obviously. We've got the first season of Jitsu Kaisen, part one, part two. Then we've got this. Where do you, all of us, where do we rank this? Okay. Slap bang in the middle. Yeah, agreed. I think it's third place for me. How many episodes was it? Five? Five, five episodes? Yeah, it was five episodes. Yeah, quite Inventory. a top. Sort of run. Season one's obviously the best so far. I put it in third place. Yeah, fair. I back zero over this and yeah. it's going to pain you. Kind of like that it's a new director on a new animation style as well. And True. Like it has, it was, it felt a lot fresher. Do you like acid jazz? 
because that is all of the background music. <laughs> is the music jazz. is you know pretty what? wild, yeah. yeah. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I didn't, I didn't hate it, hate it either. Intro song. song's amazing. The intro song. song sounds very similar to the first season's intro songs, like that kind of vibe. Also, the- yeah. Yes, but the um, ending song of season one is one of the best ending songs. It's one of the Lost in Paradise by Ali. Yeah. It's just watching drop. our boys dance. Mm. Oh, and great, like, break dance fighting is just next level. <laughs> they're not even fine. They're just chilling out. They're just doing chilling. It's going to the shops. Um, I've copied those dance moves so many times. <laughs> I love it in my room. <laughs> I love it so much. So the reason I put this third for me, it's still really, really good. Mm-hmm. And yes, as you said, it's only five episodes. So unfair for yeah. me to be like, Ugh. obviously, Gojo. Is everyone's favorite? You know, you yep. see my phone background. He is the guy. He's the the sleepy. You know, he's not that sleepy. He's a teacher figure he's, he's with the, he's reverse. In the main ca- series. He's re- he's not sleepy. He's reverse Kakashi. He's just wearing a blindfold. He is of a, reverse Kakashi. Yeah, That's true. and you know, anything with Kakashi coded for me is ten out of ten. So <laughs> I was like, absolutely, sign me up for this character. Just doesn't awaken something in me. <laughs> <laughs> he's the most- this late in, and you haven't been awakened to hot anime boys. <laughs> You're in he's a podcast about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's not my type. That's all I'm going to say. Cartoons can be sexy. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do with this? What do I do with this information? Handle this. Um, he, as a side character, works incredibly well. As someone yes. who drops in, brings the hype moments, leaves, is like they kind of position him to be this incredibly overpowered character and that works i think because he's sort of like the limit we're looking at is gojo it's hard to do overpowered characters as well yeah very difficult but at least they established in literally in the first episode of jujutsu kaisen season one might have been the second but in the first two episodes at least basically it's straight away established that sukuna which is the demon essentially inside the protagonist uh yuji and gojo are the two strongest beings in existence and sometimes that's great because when it's like Naruto, it's like, oh, don't worry. The people from the moon are here. They're much stronger than the last bunch of clowns. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then about, despite dude? anything, so Naruto will become busy, here, will become stronger than them, yeah, no matter what also, happens. Yeah, you know, whereas at least we're like, these are the this is the top. Okay. And I love a good power scaling that stops instead of just scales out of control. Sorry, so, I far. So, so far. So far. So yeah, far. I'm sure it's going to become yeah. absolutely cooked, but uh, as they all do. But I kind of love it. I'm like, let's bring the people from the moon. Let's do it. Let's yeah, see. I'm, I'm, I'm on moon like, people. So I'm not it. against people from the moon oh, if they're listening. good. <laughs> Apparently Boruto's really good at the moment. Apparently yes. That, that time skip like crashed all of like all the manga, all the manga all apps manga and stuff. I like, just crashed yeah, it. Yeah. Apparently, anime rocks. I haven't. I didn't get even halfway. It's not lose our minds. Hang on. There's a time skip. Yeah, there's a time skip. Yeah, yeah. It just there, happened. Someone needs recording. to stop and tell me immediately. What do you mean? How many years? Uh, so it like is a seven four, year, five. No, it's like it, I thought it was longer than. Oh, maybe it, it no. Four. You must be right. Must I think be it's like about four. four. Yeah, uh, Boruto. Two blue vortex, one of the worst. Oh, sorry, that's awful. Uh, that's subtitles a dreadful subtitle. So I'm such a sucker for a time skip. I, don't, I, I could be an anime are. I've never watched. We can spoil in my the life. shit out of that right now as and well if you want. I would just, yeah, please do. So I, I also note this for no reason. Naruto, Naruto basically is accused of killing Naruto. Yes, and goes off in the run. So he is now a, a Ronin type. Character like who's trained by hunted, Sasuke, trained by Sasuke mm-hmm. and being okay, hunted. Okay, well now obviously Baruto sounds like the best show ever written. <laughs> it really does. Apparently, Apparently does. this is guess, what we guess, wanted. Can you get those moon current, people out of there? <laughs> can you guess who the current Hokage is? And for those of you at home who know, Konohamaru. We'll see if huh? Konohamaru. No, no. Guess. Guess, he's though, the assistant. Would have made a lot more sense, but um, it's pretty badass. It's pretty. It's. It, I don't know. I've seen a lot of people getting upset about it. Online. Oh, is it the I girl? Is it Sarada? No. Is it Sakura? 
No. no, that would be that would also so be good. good. Oh, hang on. It's if not a female, is it? No. No, of course not. Of course it's so. Naruto, Sean. There's not females getting any decent roles we in this had, thing. We had one female Hikage. We did. True. Although she oh, was, was the actually, worst one She was ever. meant to be bad. They were no, like, she, she was, was terrible. She, she had the giant slug thing. thing. Was she was also instantly. third choice. They were like, we couldn't get any of the other yeah, two. couldn't get the two dudes. I guess we'll get the chickens. That's true. One's an evil sociopath. One of the dudes was a snake. Yeah, one of those was like a snake man. And one's a full-on pervert. Yeah, frog. And then is like a genius healer, and like they're like, no, get out of here. Oh, I guess you'll fucking do. Won't She's you a gambling problem. Though, get that so. frog pervert out of here. Let's be clear. Jiraiya wasn't saying no because he was like, oh no, I don't want that. I don't want uh, to take on the power. He was like, I can't have that many eyes on me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot take that political scrutiny. Doing that saucy stuff. novel of him. Right? Oh, it's Shikamaru. Um, it's Shikamaru. Ah. Oh. Oh, give me yes. Boruto <laughs> is apparently oh really good at God. the moment. I love Shikamaru is my favorite character. He's sick. He's apparently, he's Hikage. Now, are we gonna... My boy's the Hikage. <laughs> this is more hype than when Naruto became the Hikage. Genuinely, yeah. So Naruto is dead. He... I'm glad Naruto is healed somewhere. Naruto is fucking hell. Is he with Gojo? He like I don't know. With Gojo, he's bought something else for. Naruto and Hinata are currently yes. trapped in the tiny dimension, which is a thing that exists. That's the worst kind. It's where you. Get so it's it's where you get so small. You're basically in the Ant Man universe. Mm. Sounds and cool. It, and you can uh, and this guy named Kawaki is the only guy that can access him, who's yes. currently the big bad, yes. who uh, put Naruto there because he loves him so much. <laughs> That he doesn't want anyone to kill him. It sounds sick. I just watch videos about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm the I'm yeah. the trashest well, anime fan. I, right there. So when I've when I've gone and my, I have like two friends and I will shout out to Faisal and Alex Williams, Faisal. who has been on this podcast. Um, are two like a very obscure two actor award nominated Baruto fans or b- like hilariously yeah. like really successful actors who just love Naruto that Shane much that they suffered through Baruto. And now, obviously, I was wondering why I was getting messages from Alex being like, do you know how good Baruto is? Obviously, he, he's feeling smug. You we know, should get it got Alex good. on to talk about Baruto. We need you someone should. to bring on Baruto. But I, um, we'll I, it when, when it's good, I just, I literally just asked both of them. I've been like, hey, what's a good bit I read that Kurama's like, that was one I watched and that on I YouTube. And then I watched that and I sobbed hysterically. Yeah. That was the thing I've ever seen. I had I no context. hysterically yeah. and I like did a cheers to him at this dinner I was at <laughs> with people who did not watch Naruto because I was drunk. We're well-adjusted like, people, awesome. I promise. Awesome. 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 You don't want to know about uh, Shiva, the god of Otsutsuke? No, who the hell is that? It's a god of Otsutsuke. The moon people. Anyway, for those of you who tuned into this podcast because it was entitled Jujutsu Kaisen, we're back. Just cross Baruto. Jujutsu Kaisen is dead. Oh, hell, the king. Oh, hell, Baruto. The one true king. You've heard of the dark trio. We get you in with Jujutsu Kaisen and we hit you with Boruto. A show none of us have watched. None of us have watched it. We just seen videos. Like a 20 minute bit of <laughs> watching TikTok. Have we turned into supporting cast? <laughs> Welcome long. to the truest blue vortex. <laughs> you can't get out. The tiny dimensions. <laughs> get sucked into my tiny dimension. Tiny dimension of some segues and sidelines. Oh, I'm so sweaty. Oh, shit. That was really funny. Okay. okay. Hang on. I, I had a point. Oh, God. Oh, no, 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 no. I had a point before we started talking about Baruto. Yes, good. But I'm get still not it. over Shikamaru being Hukage. And it's I'm really good. Ever be. Oh, 
We oh I guess we're all going to watch Borrowed now. Yeah. Probably turn on, shut this shit down. Like, oh, God. Anyway. The reason why I had this as third place we're back there is Gojo is a great character. I didn't realize we left Yes, off. we did. It was like three hours ago. Um, I think that I, I prefer him very much as a side character. Like, good to have his backstory. Good to have all of that. It's fine. But I, I luckily I think it's saved by the actual protagonist of this season who you love. Sugaro. Sugaro, who is obviously he becomes a Nazi. the villain <laughs> in, in the first season. So it's always cool to see. And also I'm a sucker and I'm sorry to talk about Naruto again, but I'm going to. Not Naruto, Naruto, because there is some great shonen trope here happening. We'll allow it. Yeah. You know, like we, when we had Kakashi Gaiden, where we learned about Kakashi's backstory, yes. where we learned about, you know, the three and senen. And Minatos as well. And Minatos. God, and the three senen see. as well. Like, is this tried and tested, which is like two best friends, Naruto and Sasuke as well. Like it's the same thing, tried and tested. Hinata and Kageyama. Yep. Haiku. Okay, I was like, I, yeah, yep. I was still on like Hinata. Yeah, same. I was like, tiny, tiny, I love shoehorn Haikyuu into everything. I'm here to talk about Haikyuu any day of the week, but day I was in Naruto brain. I know, no, so I had to put that in. Anyway, sorry. I think you know we've got a very clear cut where it's like best friends torn apart. You know, like we were friends and now we're enemies, and I think it works really well in a tropey ways. So it's good to kind of see it, but it wasn't anything new to me, and I don't think I learned that much more about the I didn't I kind of found the pacing of it and everything just a little bit like okay now we know why he is evil but that was the point right I know but it just like it didn't feel I guess there's only five episodes it's fine I, I think maybe I'm just doing it as a whole season but actually it's not the whole season no. so that's not really fair of me but it's a good way to start uh, I just found it less I found well, them less compelling as lead characters than I did as like the main antagonist and a side character would you also argue that is that a potentially a problem with Utah as well because he's so insanely powerful also, whereas like Yuji is, is Yuji is not. Yuji has the most powerful entity within him, who's not at full strength because he needs the ten fingers to become so. Twenty. Yes, yes, yes. So like, it's interesting about yeah, him. He's, like, like, he's on the journey, right? Whereas like Utah pretty much Jesus. instantly becomes Sorry, you like was saying twenty two hands. I was like, what? Wait, two four hands. Four hands. Four hands. Four hands. <laughs> I just counted wrong. <laughs> I agree with you. That the pacing's a bit funky. I think that Jujutsu uh, Kaisen Zero's pacing's funkier but i am i'm i'm bad anime take number two i think anime arcs turned into movies are always paced terribly that's not a bad take i think it's a pretty standard take i think because of the way mangas are written now they obviously yeah. made themselves better to longer form i find i i've re i watched jujutsu kaisen zero i think three times because i'm just trying to track yuta's relationship with uh, the queen of curses and oh, yes, yes. It goes from zero to 100 and it's the whole, it's his whole arc. His whole arc is coming to terms with the curse that's inside of him to the point that he makes out with her at the end. And there is no, there, she comes out twice. She comes out once in the hospital, once at the end, and he's gone full 360 on his relationship with her and none of it is established. I find that, I find that movie like whiplash. I find it really uh, frustrating because I feel like there could have been something cool there. Like I said, Naruto, but you make out with Kurama at the end. That's a pitch that should work for me. But it just doesn't land because it doesn't take enough time. But here, Gojo and Sukuro's, uh, sorry, Sugura's, um arc gets a lot close. It doesn't fully land for me. I wish I, we had a little bit more time with Sugura alone. I wish we had a Zuko alone episode about Suka. We did that have Sugura cool. just randomly in the shower for a while. In terms of, I agree with you. I think that Jujutsu Kaisen Zero 
you know, it would have worked as like just a, a three-episode arc, if not a two-episode arc kind of thing for a backstory of a character. I, I do understand what you're saying pacing-wise. I just liked the – I think maybe because I was missing Jujutsu Kaisen when I saw it, it was nice to have the little like – uh, when we saw all the sorcerers coming out at the end and like just little like you saw fucking the guy going overtime and Maki and Maki. Maki was Marky's so sick. good in Marky that. Maki was great in that film. And Marky's I, great in that one film. One thing I've been kind of, and a lot of people have been commenting on this on our episode of that Dark Stupid Trio. Power, though. Which I <laughs> I kind of Being feel. Rock Lee, the guy who slices people. Oh, Nanami. Oh, the Nanami. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just said dumb power. You've got to cut you at a ratio, bro. And oh, if he yeah. works overtime, he gets mad. How do you That's discover not a power. That power? That's me. This is my problem. How do you discover <laughs> that power? You, his name is Nanami. So Na and me, I it's like the two numbers again. split in. I'm pretty sure thing. he made up the power as a pun. Yeah, right. Anyway, this, like, so the ratio is like three and four mm. is the two parts of his name split in. Mm. Sorry to... Sorry to have an answer, bro. <laughs> and I appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry, continue to change my whole opinion on the thing. I love it. <laughs> so good. I was saying that on our Dark Tree episode, I had a lot of people commenting and thank you because I, I'm not a manga reader and people were kind of calling me out because I was saying the one thing that drew me towards Jutsu Kaisen, this is what we've talked about, is it was nice to have female characters who weren't necessarily entirely motivated by the male protagonist of the series. And that is, I still think, true to where I'm at currently in the anime. What I've heard is apparently it sort of doesn't quite see its potential with the female characters as the manga goes along. They seem to apparently be kind of left behind and not really featured at all. I think that's what happens from what I've heard, which is kind of disappointing because it was really nice to have a female lead who just did her own thing. Nobara. And, and she was Fucking so cool. She's a great character. And honestly, like some of the few shonen characters who would pass a Bechdel test, you know, like they- Yeah, yeah that, true, like, and That fight is a pass the Bechdel test fight. It's like yeah. two women talking about other women that inspire them and the problems with like sexist uh, gender roles. pressure on them. Yeah. yeah, it's sick. But I unfortunately here it doesn't quite stick, I uh, hear it doesn't quite stick the landing of potential of like developing those characters further than what we've kind of seen, which I'm a bit disappointed about, but I will watch it before I, like I'll wait till it mm, comes out because yeah. I've disagreed with many people comments in the past and people seem to be saying that Chainsaw Man apparently has the strongest female character. So I don't know, we well, shall see. The, that first season that I watched, uh, again, this is the thing, we're watching, we're called Gateway to Anime. We're not Gateway to Manga. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. we're always up to date wherever the anime finishes, right? Mm -hmm. At the time of Jujutsu Kaisen season one finishing, strongest female characters by far. Chainsaw Man, problematic as fuck. It is, but I mean, what does it mean like, by strong? Because like, obviously. Well, is obviously the strongest. But like, she's an interesting character too. She's she, not necessarily. I, look, I think she's a great character. Everyone's got a different definition of like strong female characters. And I, I for one, find it boring when it's like, it's a strong female character and she has got it together and she's really blah, blah, blah. I, I kind of, that gets Single annoying female. as well. It's oh, like that yeah. weird pandering <laughs> to Jitsu Kaisen just does the shonen tropes without the female shonen trope stereotypes, which is the most boring thing, which is female characters always needing saving. And yes. all defined by their sexiness, which is totally. kind of the thing that makes Chainsaw Man feel a bit weird. Because yeah. you're like, all these characters are defined by their not all it, but the two main ones that you think about, Eye Patch Lady and I Have Red Hair, um, are defined by like their sexiness to the main character whose whole thing is wanting to have sex, where Yuji's thing is like, I want to die, die well. Honestly, and yeah. no, totally. and Nobara's thing is, I just, I, I look good when I want to look good for me. Yeah. And then also I hammer nails into your head. Yeah. 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 And she's also, I love her introduction where she's, Super confident about herself, yeah. and she's like, "I'm gonna be scouted to be a model." And she doesn't give a and fuck. She what fucking stays confident. Yeah. She doesn't care. What I find interesting as well about Jujutsu Kaisen is that it does a really good 
combination of old and new when I when we talk about Japanese culture, right? Yeah. Because what's interesting about it is you've got this very old <clears throat> mentality of kind of Shintoist beliefs and whatnot, and this kind of like very much to do with modernity versus modernism, right? And but then it is also a very modern. Again, we're talking Lord of the Rings. You know, I think it's set in modern day Japan. It is still super relevant. References to the Ross Yeah, you know, literally references his own pop culture, right? Mm. But still is pulling from all these kind of old mythologies and whatnot. And I think that's a really interesting thing to do. It does, it does a lot of things at once, kind of. And so, there's a lot happening in Jutsu Kaisen, I think. Mm. But it is easy to forget that it's actually doing a lot of things really cleverly. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I, I think that's probably its most interesting aspect to me anyway. You know? Totally. I just love the main three. Like, that's the, that's the thing that I find so, that got me in so quickly is that, like, those main three, you know, are, and even just visually, and just cannot get out of the shade of our big man Naruto today, but visually just are the, like, Team 7 core. It's like yes. you've got Sasuke, you've got Sakura, like, pink hair, not pink hair, but, like, the haircut, mm -hmm. and you've got pink hair Naru uh, Naruto. But all of those characters are more believable friends by episode five yes. than Team 7 is by halfway through Shippuden. Oh, yeah. That's true. My favorite one, I love that Megumi's not a dickhead. I yes. love that he's cold and sort of edgy, but he likes his friends. He's yeah. just a bit cold, about, yeah. cold to them. Yeah, and the way that's always expressed is with the little, the little post-credit scenes. Yeah, they're great. My favorite, what maybe my second favorite moment of the entire series is the via is is the bit where Megumi's being hit on. Oh yeah, and they run but, and they and, and like Yuji runs up to uh, Gojo and Nobro is like. I'm quick. Yuji, Yuji's been hit on, and the uh, Megumi's been hit on, and then they all run and hit on him aggressively to break him up. And it they is do one like of, the formation run. They're like formation seven. They're all just like yeah. They do the Naruto <laughs> run. They do the Naruto run to go bug their friend, yeah. and it is the most realistic friendship I've ever yeah. seen in a shonen anime, and it is tucked at the end of like a, a tucked at the end of an episode, like a little treat. Just yeah. fucking adore it. And Gojo shows up and he was like, it's time for your piano <laughs> lesson. No, your violin lesson. It's like Victorian period horny. It's so <laughs> weird. It just made me laugh so hard when it happened. This is the thing. It's I love it those is, guys. Because it is really funny. Real guys. And it is pulling on everyone's knowledge of the medium and... You know, you don't need to be a Japanese historian or, or like massive anime fan to understand it. But of course, you can appreciate a lot of these things a lot more by by knowing it a bit. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's why I think it's almost postmodern in that respect. You know, it's oh, yeah. like 100%. Yeah, it's, it's a postmodernist text in many ways. And I think it's one of those things that's so interesting because also it gives you exactly what you want with these hype as fuck things like... Gojo is broken. Like and a lot of the times I described Jujutsu Kaisen, I was like, "Look, it's Gojo, and he's doing stuff." He's and doing you're just like, stuff. Ah, you know, like, <laughs> and I'm here for yeah. it, dude. You know, because it gives you that shot in the arm that all shonen that we grew up with, and you know, Japan obviously grew up with more so than any Westerner. It gives you a taste of that medicine with a little dose of also, but let's fucking make it a bit weird, mm. you know. And like, that's what's so cool about it. Mm. Now. Chainsaw Man makes it even weirder, obviously, but like for me, it's like almost into the oh, too weird. But um, I don't know for to each their own. But like for me, Jujutsu Kaisen just straddles that line really, really well. Yeah, and I think the it balances itself incredibly intelligently. Now the manga for you manga readers who might start screaming at me, maybe I'm wrong, maybe it falls apart, and you know better than us. But like Nerds. from where it is right now, 
I am just loving it. I think it's fantastic. And uh, long may it rain, say I. Mm. Cool. I'm going to ask everyone what their who's a, who's your favorite character in Jitsu Kaisen. Give me a, give me a. I'm the most basic bitch. It's Gojo, obviously. Uh, probably Megumi. Mm. Not a good call. I like Maybe. Megumi as well, but I'm gonna. What I like about him is more of Sakuna's interest in him. Yeah. He's always like, oh, this kid. Like, mm. what's gonna go? Now, he's still, I, even reading the manga, I still don't know what that's about, but mm. I'm, I'm keen to it's know. It's to do with more. the Shadow Realm, right? And yeah. The, like, there's something yeah. to do with that, which is cool. The Shikigami. Yeah. yeah. He's got some. What is it? He's got like his his uh, trump card that he hasn't played. He mentions it like three times. Oh, yes. What a trump card. Oh, you guys don't even know. What God damn it. Oh. <laughs> Read a book, Sam. <laughs> I, yeah, probably Megumi. I'm going to go with... Oh. Your phone background was Gojo for like a year and a half. Yeah, I had a crush on it. It's not my favorite though. I think... um. Maki, she's cool as hell. Okay, Maki is okay. cool. She's so cool. I love the idea of, um, as you were saying, I think you were saying before, rock female, like rock Lee yeah, vibe, yeah. Yeah, where true. she's hard work and she's so cool with her. Like I just, I just think she's really cool. It's cool to have a character like that who has an interesting background, is really strong, but is like up against it, but just like works hard and is in their own right. Yeah. It's kind of nice to see in a female character, particularly true. in Shonen. Toto, Toto with like a million miles between him and everyone else. I, I love that character so much. <laughs> However, I do want to give a shout out to Yuji as like my, by far my favorite protagonist of the big three, particularly for one reason is that everyone else who's powerful in this anime has like some weird hack. Mm. It's like Gojo's got like infinity and six eyes and Yuji's got like a curse technique that lets him copy everyone else's curse technique and Yuji has his left and his right goddamn hand. Yeah, he, is, he is incredibly strong though, which is a hack in itself. And he throws, yeah. he just throws everyone. Have you noticed yeah, that? Yeah, he, just, yeah. he hip checks a nature demon at one point. He does. Every, everyone else is in Jujutsu Kaisen and he's in Bru uh, Brazilian Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> yeah. I hope his domain expansion is just a big mat. <laughs> just a big hand that just comes and hits people. Yeah, I just fucking, I just fucking love how much he tosses folk. It's this. I think it's the very first episode where he's doing like the shot. Yeah, and, he, like, and he, yes. does, like he tosses it. It goes. It wedges itself in the yeah. goalpost, and the coach is just like dead for like ten minutes. Yeah, like <laughs> super yeah. strength. It's so fun that he's got <laughs> just. He's just a big maidad. I love him. Yeah, him yeah. and Toto together as well. I would. Well, I just. I would just watch it if it was just them. Look that. Yeah. That sequence with the claps. Obviously, and oh, the, the best friend, uh, you know, one of the one of the greatest. <laughs> yes. you know, that, that the memes, it just, it, you know, it's it, absolutely fantastic. It's so good. It is. It's, well, I guess there's anything you can take from this is that we love Jujutsu Kaisen. <sighs> you should all watch Jujutsu Kaisen, and if you haven't, rewatch it again because it's so fucking good. And Seamus Quinn. Thank you so much. Before we leave, I want Seamus to read out his list of anime bad takes. Fuck, this could go for another hour if we let that happen. I just want a quick I, fire. All right, okay. know what? No rebuttal. Uh, I sit here in silence. No sit here in silence? Well, if you, if you try and argue with him, you lose. I'm going okay. to get, okay. like, punched in the comments. It's, it's, right. it's going to be incredible. Stare here right at camera two. Yeah, stare into camera three. <sighs> okay. Here we go. Demon Slayer season three, best season. <laughs> Mist Hashira, better than Tengen. Oh, God. You just like Mormons. You're weird. Uh, <laughs> Attack on Titan. Kind of racist. That's a lot harder take. <laughs> no movie is scarier uh, than My Neighbor Totoro. <laughs> um, and then my last one will be uh, there is no better dub than the Dragon Ball Z uh, bridged uh, series on YouTube. 
No, that wasn't as bad as I thought. No, it was bad. bad. No, it was bad. No, Demon, was no, Demon Slayer yeah. takes are always bad, though. So I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. There were two Demon Slayer takes because I'm matter about it in that. Yeah. yeah, that was that actually was. I like bad Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a Mormon with a bunch of fireworks. Just go to Utah and ask anyone. <laughs> Same guy. If that's the vibe, then sign me up. Yeah. Is all I'll say. I'll wear some magical go. underpants. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing magical underpants that entire arc. Oh, that's, that's how he gets it done. That's how he gets it done. Tengen is um, an excellent character. Also, uh, Rengoku, obviously even yeah. better. Obviously, all right. Then Miss Tasha, but. <laughs> Miss Hashira. Miss Hashira is so mid. But the, anyway. The boring Hashira. Anyway, we promised we wouldn't rebut. Uh, yes, but in the comments, go nuts if you wish. <laughs> <laughs> Come for me, internet. <laughs> you can't. You don't know where I live. Um, but no, honestly, Seamus, thank you so much. It's been a long time coming. Long time fan of the podcast. We appreciate your support. And it's been yeah, so good to have you on. Well, thank you very much. So good to be here at last. It's been so good to have you. I'm glad we could do it in such a uh, opulent space. Fancy so, pants and studio. And if you enjoyed Seamus Quinn content, then you can find plenty more of that at Supporting <laughs> Cast, where we dedicate most of our time to embarrassing ourselves in our childhood and mm -hmm. talking about movies. So come and check it out. And poorly thought out games. Oh, yeah. Both of us have worn fedoras unironically in our lives, and we bring that up often. So <laughs> there you go. Outstanding. Well, of course, thank you, Charlie. Graham, always a pleasure. Jujutsu Kaisen. Check it out. We had to do a deep dive. It's just such a good time now, of course. You can, in fact, Charles, do you want to do the outro for once? Or do you want me to just do what I always do? Instagram? Oh, yeah, sweet. Hey. Uh, <laughs> it's going. I do it all the time. Let's throw it. So I'm honestly still thinking about Baruto. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You could, you could, like, that has taken up all of my brain space right now. And I just, like, need to watch it immediately. I, got, I, could, I could legitimately do another episode just about misremembered things from Baruto. <laughs> <laughs> from the YouTube highlights. <laughs> the, Rorochimaru has a son and yeah. he's sick, apparently. That's, that's a, better than main three characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Mitsuki. I knew that. He's going to be a perfect like, snake's age. I watched, like, a bunch of it when it first came out. I, I really tried. It offended me so deeply that I had yeah. to stop. Yeah. You know what's upsetting like, is Baruto was so um, ungrateful for his father. And for us, that was like, I was like, how dare you how say dare that you? about your you dad? know who your father is. I you saved the village. Shit I was like, are you serious? He's Hokage. Yeah, Have dude. some respect. <laughs> Put anyway. some respect anyway. on that man. Some respect on the Followers name. Followers on Instagram. Anyway. <laughs> right. you on Instagram? <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, you can find us on gatewayanime.com. You can also find us on YouTube. Like and subscribe. We also have a Patreon if you want to check that out. There's a link in the bio. Anything helps. Uh, we really greatly appreciate it, but all good if not. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. We absolutely will. And if let us know your favorite characters and your thoughts on Jujutsu Kaisen. We love to talk about it. Hit us up. We answer all we answer all of our Instagram DMs. So hit us up and we'll see you all next time. Seamus, thank you again. Check out supporting cast if you haven't. And of course, follow us if you don't. Have a good one. Eat out of my <laughs> <laughs> Lost in paradise. Hey.